Dream on. Dream on. Dream on. Dream on. <laughs> we are okay. So welcome to Tigly or Not Tigly. Um, we're talking about dreams today. We're also learning in in our uh, first season. In the Zoom metaverse. In the Zoom metaverse that uh, it does not pick up certain pitches. Uh, so while we want to sing very high. I don't think it's oh, you did it. Up. Oh, did it pick it, it up? Yeah. It did pick so, you up. So it's my register. Oh, I'm sorry. <sighs> That's Zoom, what happens when you're iconic. Zoom discriminatory <laughs> is what we're learning to certain registers. It's sexist. It's fine. Men should <laughs> only stay low. <laughs> well, but how would it know? It doesn't know those things. <laughs> Yeah, right. I said something about Applebee's earlier and boom, advertisement. And that's scary. Anyway. I'm drinking a seltzer, not like the hard to just regular seltzer, sparkling water. And it's peppermint watermelon. Ew. Oh, Mm -hmm. it's delicious. It is so good. Mm. Throw it away. Mm -mm. (laughs) It's like um it's more peppermint tea. It's not really watermelony. I don't think it's watermelon. It's more peppermint tea. The Lord did not intend for watermelon and peppermint to hold hands. I don't think the Lord intended for a lot of things, Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, welcome to To Glee or Not To Glee. Welcome! Yes. Welcome! So we are on episode 19. Oh my gosh. We only have, we've got four episodes left, including this one. Period. Wow. We're so close to the end. This is oh, make me sad. But we are excited to talk a little more glee with y'all. We're excited to dream a little today. I think we should talk about dream. Oh, so good. So good. Honestly, it's the songs for me. Not a big fan Absolutely. of Absolutely. Again. And this is it. Not a I'm big not fan of what? I'm not a big fan of the plot as much. Maybe, oh. let me rewind. Okay. I am, I'm not a big fan of Neil Patrick Harris's character. Yes, I, yeah. I was like, I think the plot's really good. However, Neil Patrick Harris's character, which, by the way, is a terrible name. His character is named Brian Ryan. Just, it's like, okay, who's who's feeling lazy in the name department that day? Good lord. <laughs> um, they probably thought it was funny. They probably, probably did. They probably, who was it was Brian Rogan? <laughs> That's exactly how that meeting went. And here's the thing. Um, very wishy-washy. Not a fan. Like, very jealous, easily swayed. Oh, the character, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. It Sorry. was terrible. It was terrible. I he thought, I thought you were directly talking about Neil Patrick Harris. I was like, well, you better be careful. Oh, no. I don't know him. And I think he's a great person. <laughs> know him but no so okay so let's get into it so we're into it so brian ryan who is played by neil patrick harris like he's only in this one episode too right yeah Yeah, no one liked this character he he is on the school board um for the or he's a a board member of Mm -hmm. a school district anyways he's involved as like an app not an admin um ambassador a board per, a board person a yeah, board who, member board member thank you that is exactly what i was trying to think of 
a board member who is looking at the budget for mm-hmm. McKinley High School. Right. And this guy, um, Will Will Schuster. Will Schuster. Sorry, I was thinking Matthew Morrison. I'm getting all mixed up. Will knew Brian when they were in high school. And Brian was like an amazing singer. Um, he, you know, they thought he was gonna go to Broadway, that he was gonna be famous, that he was gonna get all right. this stuff done. And and he ended up um he did end up singing on a cruise line for a while, which is actually a pretty sweet gig. Like that's a cool yeah. job. Um yeah. but due to life circumstances slash I mean honestly i wonder if he brought it upon himself (laughs) uh he ended up not like he ended up like losing that job ended up like not being able to find work as a performer and is like super duper bitter now about performing arts about people who are pursuing careers in performing arts or anything artistic for that matter Mm -hmm. and he has come in and totally intends to cut all the money from the glee club which also mind you is not that much to start with right (laughs) right and he is super bitter and he's introduced to the glee kids and basically he gives a presentation saying like you should write down your dream on a piece of paper and then throw that piece of paper in the trash because it's never (laughs) going to come true and i'm like good lord do not let this man talk to high school students anybody no that's his bad character yeah um but yeah you're right mm-hmm. didn't like him Mm-mm. yeah but he was also bitter because his his life didn't yeah. go the way that he dreamt it to right which do any of our lives go the ways that we dream it to yes okay i disagree <laughs> <laughs> Um, mines are still pending. I was, about, I, was about, about to say, is your life the way you envisioned it as, as you thought, like, are you where you thought you would be at the age of, what, 29, 30? Oh, yes. And no. You, okay. Honestly, this is, this is triggering me. Um, I think. I'm sorry. That was not the point. I, okay, let me, <laughs> let me backtrack. I delete, don't delete, think, delete. I don't think, I don't think any of us mm. know exactly how our lives are going to pan out. Even for the most famous of people, even for people who accomplish every, like, I think you can set out everything. I think you can accomplish things that you set out to do. Right. Um, but I also think that like no one's life or path goes in the way that they plan it to. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get out. I'm not saying dreams don't come true. Right. I'm saying I don't think that even for those of us who's who's like literal like career aspirations, dreams, even if they do come true, I don't think it comes true in the way that we think they do or plan around. That's what I'm trying to get at. (laughs) No, you're right. I was more like, oh, I dream to be a famous singer, actor, dancer, philanthropist. But it's like you don't know what order will happen or like, yeah, what traumas, what victories you go through to achieve those dreams. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, right. also think, I also think dreams change. I think that as Ooh. people grow and shift, like I had a, I'm, try, I'm, like, I'm trying to think about dreams I had like in high school, right? Cause that's mm-hmm. how old these clean kids are. And maybe I just don't have good practice at dreaming but I'm doing the things that I dreamed about in high school, but they're mm-hmm. not like 
they're not like be famous and you know yeah be in tv show like it's not like i've always dreamed about i would like to you know teach choir and work mm-hmm. in ministry <laughs> and aren't you doing that but that's my point is like dreams aren't necessarily like I could either criticize high school mm-hmm. Megan and go girl you could have dreamed a little bigger you know which like sometimes I feel that way mm-hmm. or it's a not all of us dream about like things that are statistically unlikely to happen right um, um but okay my, new, my is new dream is to be happy oh that's my current dream <laughs> Just to be happy. So basically, we're just we're just old now. Like we live yeah. so much, <laughs> and life got us, and things happened, and things did. And yes, we went for because you know when you're when you're younger, you're more carefree, and joy comes easily and stuff. And then you live some life and go through some stuff, and then it's like the simple things become harder to obtain. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a word. Oh yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. yeah, I know. I'm living it. Like, well, anyways. Yes, but before we, this, this became therapy, and I'm not here. For that. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Just kidding. We love therapy. Everyone should do it. Well, we love therapy, but it, like, like honestly, I feel like the tagline under to glee or not to glee is this is not the podcast where we do blank. Because <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into serious conversations, yes. and then we'll be like, but that's not what this podcast is for. <laughs> And then just move on. What we give you to think about is something to work on. And that is the important thing. Like highlighting things that are often ignored. Mm. And um, what was I going to say? But anyways, back to dreaming. So I have two quotes. Please. (laughs) That I live by. Okay. That crack me up. Are they from Glee or they're from somewhere else? There's some somewhere else. So Fifth Harmony used to say this thing: <laughs> "Dreams don't work unless you do." Ooh, yes, love that, love that. And then um, my second favorite quote related um, from um, <laughs> from our president Kim Kardashian: "Nobody wants to work," <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> inter-explicitive here but like I was like that could be real political real fast because I've heard a lot of people say no one minds to work lately and I'm like I don't think you understand we're, we're trying you're just rich <laughs> and you found out how to get richer but I'm not a Kim Kardashian also statistic, that, that statement statistically incorrect people are also are not hiring slash okay. are not paying livable wage and then people are getting mad at for people who like won't take a job that doesn't pay a living wage. Yes, basically. Not, yeah, everyone's whatever. Everyone's hiring. God. <laughs> everyone's hiring. Well, job's gonna fix your problems. Well, not if I can't afford to pay rent and buy groceries and feed my kids. You know what I mean? You know, like she says, it seems like nobody wants to work these days. Is you that have- what Kim said? No. I thought she, she said, said no one wants to work. A lot. No, she says a lot. Okay, wait, say all of it. Okay, so it's like it seems like no. Uh, <clears throat> it seems like nobody wants to work these days. You have to surround yourself with people that want to work. That's it. Does she work? I mean, she does. She does. She but works. Does she work forty hours a week every week of her life. No. 
No. She works she works the red carpet and she um <laughs> her skims line is actually pretty um iconic. She created a lot of shapewear that hasn't been created yet. So I give her that. She is an inventor. I, oh, I but that doesn't answer the question. She also though. is a reality TV star. True. Um she knows how to work PR. Like I'm not saying I'm not saying Kim K doesn't work. I am saying that she does not live a normal life. Yes, she's not um, serving tables. She also has computing. She also has the privilege of generational wealth. So, True, period. Yeah. But she's also smart because she's building more and more of it with her own original ideas or Lord. semi-original ideas. Have we but, become a Kim Kardashian podcast? What is that? Can we? Okay. No, no. I can't. I will not. <laughs> what? That's what? Okay. Uh, I am I'm a Courtney stan, so Okay. I I do like her jean brand, Good American. We're about it. Or <laughs> is that Chloe? Shoot, that's Chloe. That's Chloe, up. yeah. How yeah. do I know this? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked at the amount of information that I have in my head right now. It's because we're in America and they they do that. And thing she's the president and that's why <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Like when he said president i was like oh my god where is he going with this i was like are you gonna quote trump or biden and i was very pleased to hear you say <laughs> isn't that sad <laughs> yeah it is sad um it's all joy friends it's all joy it's all fun um, oh, yeah. oops my bad hey politics so um it happens so back to episode 19 of glee <laughs> you've got this brian ryan character um and he he's all over the map like he is like you know get rid of the glee club i don't like it you guys shouldn't have dreams and then like will schuster takes him out for a beer and makes him sing the piano man at like a dive bar and he's like oh my gosh my life is miserable she's just like well you can change it just find some music and yeah and then he like cuts the Cheerios budget so he can give money to the Glee Club because now he's happy. And then he sleeps with Sue Sylvester. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's called anger sex. Also, there was a... (laughs) Which is... Mm -mm. (laughs) But she says something hilarious. She was like, I'm tired of... Shoot, I'm tired of sports taking a back seat or something. Oh, right. Yeah. Some some comment about how like sports always gets put I'm in tired the of the athletics taking the back seat, which is right. totally not true. Well, athletics yeah, it's yeah, it's always the arts that are cut first. Um, yes. um, um oh anyways, I could rant on that all day. We should not go down that rabbit trail. But anyways, so basically there's more dreams. So we get past Neil Patrick's character, Brian yeah. Ryan spiraling and all that other stuff and we yeah. go into like some really deep stuff we go into rachel berry's journey and we even go into artie's journey mm. which i loved seeing both of those yeah um rachel was trying to find more about her mother mm-hmm. and it was weird because i remember watching this episode for the first time and being like what's going on because jesse st james was basically basically um you say that every time i know but it's funny <laughs> oh, to me. uh <laughs> um here we go shelby cochran who's played by indina menzes um is 
knew how did she know that Rachel was her daughter? Because that was unclear. It just happened. So I think something happened in a previous episode that we must have missed or or like skipped or something, but I think it was implied. I don't think they no. ever, ever like I know that's my daughter. I'm I going think up. I think it's implied. So like Idina Menzel is kind of like scattered and dotted throughout this season, like randomly. Yeah. And she there's definitely moments where she is putting two and two well, so she well, one, she was a surrogate for her dad's. So she knows um, that Rachel's her daughter. Yeah. Um, I, like she knows that she had a daughter for the the dads who had Rachel because mm-hmm. she was paid to be a surrogate. So that's how she knows Rachel's her daughters because she had Oh, okay. <laughs> So um, she, so she, but she, she, she doesn't, world. she, but, but I'm guessing when she had the baby, yeah. she signed some kind of, I don't remember what it's called, but it's like an agreement where the birth mother agrees to not contact the yeah. child. A hush so, call. I don't, I don't I think that's that. what it's called, but she knows that there is a girl out there that was adopted by these two guys, right? But she can't contact them. She can't look for her. And so she does it. And then all of a sudden, this girl who, like, looks like her and is, like, super duper vocally talented, you know, pops up out of the, you know, pops up, you know, and starts, you know, poking around and starts dating Jesse St. James. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think, I think Idina Menzel's character just puts two and two together of, oh, wow, like, those are the guys that I had a baby for. Yeah. So that's probably how. Yeah, and even like Ohio, because you probably but that's read- not, but that's not explained in the show at all. This is right. all like, this is all assumption, you know. Yeah, because yeah. he just pops up while she's looking for information with a tape, mm-hmm. and he just believes whatever Shelby told him because right. they're plotting to take down the Glee Club. But it got a little too deep because it's like there's one thing plotting to like win a championship and like messing someone's life up with like yes. Agreed. vital information. But needless to say. Um, basically she, that's her plot point. And then we're also, the dream that Artie has is as simple as dancing because of his spinal cord injury. He's not able to walk, but he has a heart for dance. Mm. And, um, what was really cool about his concept was that it brought, it kind of, um, how to time stamped the episode for uh, the time period in which it was aired because that was the time period of flash mobs. Mm-hmm. And those were like YouTube Prime, like, you know, people, two people dancing or one person dancing, and then people are hidden within the scene, whether it's a mall, a restaurant, a right. school, and they join in a really big dance and everyone looks normal. And then there's people who dance and people who watch. And right. it's all spontaneous. It's a big surprise. Yeah. Um, loved it because it was in his dream sequence that he gets up and sings Safety Dance, which is a really fun mm-hmm. song that I really like. And uh, what was really crazy, I could not look away from the outfits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That era of like plaid and striped and layering plaidish. Oh, it's a thing. Oh. Yeah, the mid-2000s were were not pretty. No, it's like something... The 2000s early fashion is just bad. I yeah. don't... 
and and not even like oh like oh we just say that because we lived it like no like honestly like 70s was a vibe 80s was a vibe 90s was a vibe yeah but someone said plaid yeah i I mean yeah terrible i don't think we got good fashion until kim k came on the scene oh my god stop (laughs) Maybe she made things for people my size to wear. I'd be more interested. No way. Yes. But also, there is more lines because of that, though. I think she does make stuff. What does she do? Anyways. She doesn't. I know for a fact that she doesn't. So. Well, Kim, you failed. That means she can do it. Um, She can. Time to do it. She was not to, which is even worse. Oh. Oh. But anyways, um fashion it was terrible to look at and um i but i enjoyed the dance and it was great to see kevin McHale be a dancer because he yes he did great um yeah you get this kind of interesting development between tina and artie yeah um, and it's very sweet but it's 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 kind of it's it's not cringy but it's difficult to watch because tina's trying to give artie hope about his condition quote unquote yeah and the thing is though is that i think i don't know there's there's a really hard scene where um emma pillsbury aka his girlfriend slash the school counselor um has to have like a hard conversation with artie because artie's been given all these like studies and information that he has given him and the hard thing is is that it's one of those things where it's like, do you ever want to like take away hope from someone? Absolutely yeah. not. But also, if someone lives with a hope of something that's never going to happen, mm. um, that can be detrimental to their life and the way that they can live it. And so, Artie is like, oh, I'm gonna be able to like walk and dance someday. And you know, Miss Miss Pillsbury is trying to gently but you know clearly go. Like, even with these studies, and there hopefully, ideally, will be someone someday that can take mm-hmm. care of the issue that you've had, the accident that you were in, and be able to mm-hmm. fix someone's spine so that yeah. they go from being paralyzed to not paralyzed. But even the studies that Tina pulled out, she's like, these are in their infancy, you know, mm-hmm. this may not come about for another 20, 30, 40 plus year, you know, and so it's like, Where's the balance between crushing someone's hope, but also being real with them so that they can lean into the things they can do instead of focusing on the things they can't do unless they have yeah. XYZ procedure. It, it, it kind of comes back to, you know, what we were talking about in the last episode about um, the football player who got paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Um, are you, are you so caught up in, getting procedures to fix something that is unfixable yeah but you don't live the life that you have right in front of you or can you and there's a way to do both it's not that like you have to just completely like nix one for the other but it's it's sometimes mm-hmm. hard to live in the moment and be aware of what is happening and going on in front of you when you're yeah. so focused on something that can't happen um or Mm. won't happen either ever or for a very 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 long time um it's hard yeah it's a hard episode but but the the point with the dream i believe in miracles i serve 
I don't believe in miracles. Miracles can still happen, Megan. What the heck? Yeah, I... I, I agree with you. I just don't know if I would sell it that way to someone who's in a wheelchair. Because mm. then if that miracle doesn't happen for them, mm. then what are they supposed to do? That's true. Yeah. Well, anyway. The Lord is a healer. Oh. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Anyways, but yeah. But, but the dreams that, yeah, this season, this season, or excuse me, this episode has the dream of Artie dancing, which kind of has like a bitter, kind of yeah. a bitter end to it. You've yeah. got the dream of, you know, Rachel meeting her mom, which she doesn't meet her mom, but she gets that much closer to. Right. And then the dream of Brian Ryan and Mr. Schuster, who both mm. audition for a local production of Les Mis. Great and show. what ends up happening with that timeline is uh, Mr. Schuster is offered the lead role of Jean Valjean mm-hmm. in, in, in their local production of Les Mis. When Brian Ryan hears about this, he gets mad. He takes away the stuff from the Glee Club because he's a bitter little baby mm-hmm. and acts, you know, acting a fool. And in his desire to protect the Glee kids and to help mm-hmm. them in their pursuit of their dreams, Mr. Schuster trades his lead role cast mm-hmm. to get the financial supporting back for the Glee Club, yeah. which yeah. again, in real life, you can't really give a part to someone that's not how it works, but it works <laughs> here for was also community theater, so he was probably right. runner-up. Yes. Well, if he was runner-up, he would have been like Javert or even um, who's the guy that leads the revolution? Um, who, um... He sings... I know this musical. I should know this character's name. Anyway, he, he wouldn't have been cast. He was cast as Townsperson. Yes, hooray. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> but this this episode has great music. It has yeah. Dream On by Aerosmith. Um, which you heard me and Jasper featured at the very beginning of this episode. <laughs> has safety dance which you mentioned it has my favorite song from Les Mis which is mm-hmm. I Dreamed a Dream oh, which was a duet so between Idina Menzel and Liam Michelle good lord yeah. their voices sound good together Ooh. and that um, scene where it's like between stage and car and yeah. room and, oh, yeah. so good and then Artie sings a lovely rendition of Dream, dream a Little Dream by oh, the yeah. Ella Fitzgerald in the setting of that he was in the middle singing uh, and they were surrounding him and then he moved up the way and tina and mike danced which was meh but yeah i know it's a little cliche but i so i i if if i ever get married which it's a big Mm -hmm. if i'm very content as a single person but if there's someone out there that's right for me that i'm not opposed to it but i've got like a possible first dance playlist and this is oh, at the top of my list and oh, i love oh I it's so romantic it's so romantic and definitely ella's singing it for sure period yeah um I, I, it would be already singing my version <laughs> i know i know it would be actually kevin McHale live yes Ooh, <laughs> okay i will say if kevin McHale came to my wedding he could sing it that's that's period fine. yeah i'm with you um <laughs> Or, well, I also have a little dream <laughs> of recording 
the song that I do my first dance to. So oh, that could be cute. Yeah. Um I would record a song with a fab beat for my reception. Yes, sure. I that's what that. I would do. Yes. <laughs> if you need a keyboardist for background vocals, hit a girl up for sure. Oh, period. Okay. Well, that was the dream. Um that's a that is a dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a dream. Um, this was a dream. This whole podcast is a dream come true. It it kind of it kind of is. It kind I of is. Say, I would say oh dreams don't work unless you do. Yes. But yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, we love ratings. We love you telling us how good we are. But tell the world. <laughs> it's so good if you don't tell the world. Yes. Um do what Jesus did. I mean his disciples. He did it too. But you know what I'm no, saying. Did he, I not do that? He didn't tell the world. He told his disciples to. He told his disciples to tell the world. There's a lot of there's a lot of Jesus God references the last couple episodes. <laughs> a lot of there can be miracles. Thank you. I had that in my head. Buddy. I know. Definitely a conversation for another podcast. <laughs> but uh, what are the differences between dreams and miracles? Oh, Ooh, uh-oh. That is a whole different podcast. A whole other conversation, baby. Yes. My, my Bible, a mento, and three quotes. Um, I don't know what I'm saying. But... I don't know what you're saying either. <laughs> okay. um, but thank you. Yeah, thanks Dream for listening, friends. Peace. Peace. Sorry.